Hey, nerds, we understand you. Drop those controllers, lose the wizard hat, and ready your Cheetos. It's time for some hard-hitting talk about the movies, books, and games you love. So get ready, oh searcher of useless knowledge. It's time to step into the Geek Cave. Now, broadcasting from a top secret and totally awesome hidden base, I'm Ken Harris, and here's Darren Wright, Justin White, and Chad Savage. And welcome to another edition of No, I Can't Use the Potion, I'm Gonna Need It Later, Geek Cave Podcast Gaming. I'm Darren. I'm Justin. And I'm Chad. And if you have less than 10 potions in your inventory, you're gonna die. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Before we get started doing anything else, Shirtosaurus, digging up clothing from the past, you can look rad today with great t-shirt, sweater, and hoodie designs on everything geek sheet. I'm wearing one right now. Uh, whether you're a fan of old school gaming, anime, 80s cartoons, or you're just weird, uh, sign uh, find something for you. Don't sign it. I mean, you could sign it, but find something for you at Shirtosaurus.com. We'll sign it for you, and it will double in value as time goes on uh, maybe and gamefly with membership options for every budget plus gifts for gamers of all ed- ages gamefly has thousands of titles you can keep as long as you want and when you're done just send it back with the postage paid envelope for a new one or you can pay a lot less and keep it forever uh, sign up for a free 30-day trial right now using the link at dkpodcast.com and the longer you're a member the more those uh, membership dollars accrue and so you know you can save a lot of money on those keeps I usually save about 20% whenever I keep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Boys, how are we doing? I'm all right. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. It's odd. Yeah. It's been cold. But you know what happens uh, when when we thaw out? We get a lot of mud. And with mud comes, like, you know, the tires getting on the mud. And then before you know it, we got some crashing going. Song. We got mud on the tires. <laughs> Chad, please help me. Check it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Demo Derby! <laughs> Alright, so to date, I have played precisely one Prince of Persia game. Okay. It was the one that came out in 2008 on the PS3, Xbox 360. Okay, yeah. The one where you couldn't die because Elika kept saving your butt. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, there is a trophy for her saving you less than a 100 times. Oh. I do not have this trophy. (laughs) I really enjoyed the game, though. This game, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, I enjoyed aspects of it. Mm. Start with Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. It's a 2.5D side-scrolling game. And we control Sargon, a member of a warrior clan called the Immortals. Though, based on the number of times I died, that name is an honorary title. (laughs) Sargon has to make his way through a Metroidvania-style map of secret rooms and shortcuts, solving puzzles, fighting enemies in order to progress. Upgrades, there's special moves that can make things easier, though I didn't get to play with too many of them in the demo. Some of them. And there's one that would kill everything on the screen. And there's another one that looks real flashy and does nothing. I will say, the game's a stunner to look at. It is a beautiful game. It's colorful and vibrant and it's interesting. And there's things going on kind of in the backgrounds and foregrounds 
of it. There's a lot of very cool platforming sections, some challenging platforming sections, a couple that are on on the wrong side of difficult, but it works really well. And so I can I can put up with the difficult stuff because the controls worked for it and it it made it rewarding to get past that really difficult section. The camera didn't get in the way of it, which it usually doesn't with a 2.5D, but still, worth mentioning. Didn't have to fight the camera. I'm pretty sure that I would have been early in line to get this full game if the platforming were the primary focus. Unfortunately. There it is. Yep. I didn't have the knack for the combat. The combat's real-time, which I generally like. I enjoy real-time combat. But the parry system is just so tight. Yeah. Parry too early, get hurt. Parry too late, get hurt. Parry right on time, probably kill your opponent. Unfortunately, on the regular difficulty, it seemed that the on-time window for parrying was so short that by the time the button fully depressed, it was already too late. Mm -hmm. It led to many, many deaths. So while I think it's probably a really good game, and I will probably play the demo again on the easy difficulty just to find out how bad I am at the combat and how bad I'll be, the demo for sure deserves a download. The demo is a spoiler-free tryout for the whole game. They skip a whole bunch of story stuff and just kind of place you at different points. And if you don't believe me, Darren did a Let's Play, you know, Geek Cave Plays on Twitch a while back. That yep. Probably on YouTube now. Yeah, should be on YouTube now. Um, but it it's one of those things where Early on, it's like, okay, cool, platforming. I get this, all right? Not too many controls. It works. All right, we'll fight this guy. Okay, we kind of figure out that. Okay, press this to parry. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, that didn't work either. Why am I dead already? <laughs> Son of a gun. And it leaves you a helpful little pile of bones where you died. So you can reclaim your stuff. So you can reclaim your stuff. Eventually, I'm pretty sure... If they had kept putting a fresh pile of bones there, there would have been a mountain of bones to climb until eventually I just said, you know what? I'm not going to parry anymore. I'm just going to go in, hit, jump back. Yeah, I dodged. I'm going to dodge. Yeah. <clears throat> I will use the dodge action. What if you parry the platypus? Well, if you parry the platypus, first of first of all, you got to get glue on your hands. Yes. And rackets on your fingers. Yes. So... <laughs> that, so that, at least try the demo demo definitely <laughs> yeah that sorry i thought i question i thought i'd said that at least the demo yeah yeah definitely play the demo because you'll figure out pretty early on in the demo whether this is something that's going to be worth you know eight or ten hours of your day right on well thank you justin you uh, so uh, we recently rebooted the router. I don't know if you had any uh, issues getting to Reddit, but uh, how's it going over there? Oh, I had no problems getting to Reddit. Uh, but thank you for asking. Uh, so as many of you know, I don't get a chance to play many video games, but I do have a wide breadth of knowledge that I think is useful to the gaming community. So I've been going to Reddit's Ask Games to find questions that I think deserve a solid, definitive answer. In a little segment that I like to call... Ask Justin. 
The Geek Cave podcast and its associates, including Justin, do not condone the advice given in this segment. Ah, thank you, Nigel. This month's question. Can someone explain KD ratios to me? First off, it's Katie Lang, not Katie Ratios. Oh, Lord. Miss Lang is a fantastic Canadian musician and actress who has won four Grammys, six Juno Awards, and a Brit Award. <laughs> I can't stay mad at, at that face. <laughs> I can. I'm not looking. <laughs> oh. Hi, Chad. <sighs> KD ratio. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mine's not great. Thank you, Justin. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, We have a question from the Discord. Uh, You can join the Detailed Podcast Discord by clicking on the link at detailedpodcast.com. You get early access to a whole bunch of great stuff, and you get to ask us questions that we might answer during the show, such as, is there a game series you always wanted to get into, but... It's 82 games deep, and I'm hoping that they're paraphrasing. Uh, it's 82 games deep, and you don't know where to start. Leisure mm. suit, Larry. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. All right. The uh, mythology of Mario Brothers seems a little bit dense at see, this point. I was talking to my spouse about that on the way over. Like, you know, like if you just start with Super Mario Wonder, you're like, oh, who's Daisy? What's What's the green guy's deal? Is that a mushroom man? What's Bowser like? I wonder what he smells like. And just on and on and on. There's so many questions unanswered. See, that's why they put the movie out when they did. Which one? The new one. Okay. The, the good one. Yeah. To answer those <laughs> questions going for the new generation going in. Yeah. Now, I could be a smartass and say that NHL 24, because there's at least 23 other of those. True. And, like, I like hockey, but I haven't followed it that close. Uh, not for 24 years. But uh, in all seriousness, Call of Duty. No, because even with Call of Duty, like the multiplayer, yeah. If I you haven't don't don't even try the multiplayer if you haven't been playing it since you were like two. But uh, I'm thinking of like RPG sagas. Like Final Fantasy always starts with a new story. Ever it's 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 just it's it's got a number. Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. Yeah, you can't just jump into Kingdom Hearts. That's a great answer. Like, you can't just, like, pick up Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, all of us who've been playing it since one, we still don't know what the hell is going on. I I once asked my spouse to explain the story of Kingdom Hearts. You poor wee baron. It, it's 157 miles yeah. to get from our house to her parents' house, and it took the entire 157 miles yep. to get me to the level of confused <laughs> that's an upgrade ignorant to confused is an upgrade yeah but only just yeah but i would say like some of the obscure rpgs like the um, tales of steel or something like mm-hmm. that where like mm-hmm. you know it was big in japan and it got brought over and it's got this hardcore audience and i have no idea what the hell they're talking about because yeah, because a lot of the games, it seems right now, they get sequels. Yeah. They're not continuations. They're kind of standalones. You know, Fallout. Yeah. Any of the Fallouts are kind of standalone. Right. Um, I mean, God of War gave a brand new start here. Each GTA is mm-hmm. new. Red Dead 1 and 2, you don't need to have played either. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us Part 2 is a direct sequel, but that's you still don't really need to play Part 1 to know what's happening in Part 2. 
Well, they give you a movie that tells you what happened in yeah. part one. Yeah. Um, maybe some of the Mass Effect stuff because that's three games plus a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't start with three. But like uh, the, the, I guess the question was you wanted to get into, but you don't know where to start. Assassin's so, Creed, then. Yeah, with all that modern day stuff, because like just Assassin's Creed, any of them, you know, because it's each one has built on the last, generally yeah. speaking, in terms of mechanics and controls, right? Which means that okay, you can start with the new one and you'll get a fine game. Maybe I don't know. I haven't played it, but it means you can never go backward. Yeah. <laughs> The old ones play a lot different. All right. Justin? Uh, any of the Legend of Zelda games. Okay. It's, it's one of those where I've seen people play it, um, but I never have really gotten into it. I like the aesthetic of it. I like the idea of it. But I've tried a couple of times to sit down and play, I think it was Twilight Princess, and then at one point the original Zelda. Mm. And... I never got back to it, and I just—it's just one of those things. Like, where it's daunting. It is, yeah. yeah. So if I like could the... make a suggestion, link to the past. Okay. Um, because that one takes some of the—it it takes a lot of the stuff from the original from the NES, but it makes it a lot more accessible. So that would be where I'd start. But all right, well, thank you for the question, and of course, you can ask your questions on our Discord. Uh, I got a few reviews, and then I got. Uh, Another one of those other games. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Mm, nope. Okay. No, I was I was going to do a shallow save file, mm -hmm. but the last thing I got from Gamefly was Patton. And for our full review, listen to uh, the special You Want Me to Watch What featuring Darren. Yeah, last week. Uh, last week, yeah. Oh, that was a movie. It Th was. That was, in fact, a movie that we watched. So... <laughs> so yeah, you can find that bonus episode of You Want Me to Watch What on all of our podcast feeds. All right, so a couple of quick ones real quick. Uh, an update on Baldur's Gate 3, because I had just started playing it uh, right before the last episode. I am 67 hours in my first playthrough, because uh, a lot of people Ooh. do multiple playthroughs. I'm in Act 3. I uh, Let's of... see. Three. Okay. Let's see. Uh, some notable things. I have uh, staged an underwater prison break. I hmm. have uh, inadvertently seduced an octopus man. Okay. The, one of my complaints about it is all of your companions are so horny for you. Like, if you're nice to them in the least bit, the next time you're back at camp, they're like, hey, what's up? You want to, like, go drink or go dance or something? No, really, I'm, I just think you're cool. Although it did lead to one of the funniest funniest scenes, and I don't think it was intended to be funny, Funny, but this uh, one character, uh, his name's Will, he's just freaking practicing ballet by the campfire one night, and he asks if you want to join him to dance, and you're like, you can either join him or be like me, like, no, nah, I'm good. Are you sure? Did I misread something? Yeah, you did misread. I'm good. And then he he starts to back away. He has a sad look on his face, and then he stops. And then he starts backing away again, like two more times before he's out of camera shot. He looks like I just kicked a puppy, and he's trying to decide whether there's still time to save the puppy. That's the look on his face, you know? <laughs> um, but let's see. What else did I do? Uh, kept a vampire from ascending to godhood. 
allowed another vampire to do so when he wanted me to bow down before him. I kicked him in the nuts. Uh, 10 out of 10 game. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also romanced a tiefling who's mistaken for a demon because she has a uh, literal on on fire machine where her heart's supposed to be. Like I said, 10 out of 10 game. You know, I get it. I get why this game was nominated for game of the year. It's amazing. <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, if you don't like turn-based combat, you're still not going to like turn-based combat <laughs> after this. But if you have any experience with Dungeons and Dragons, or if you've ever been interested in Dungeons and Dragons, try Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Get ready for one of the shortest goddamn reviews I've ever done. <sighs> Are you ready? Yes. All right. Slower. All right. <laughs> so Assassin's Creed Mirage is I'm not, not really going to I'm not going to be that yeah. slow the whole time. Assassin's Creed Mirage is uh, basically supposed to be a return to form for the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise where it's supposed to play like the older games, you know, it takes place in the Middle East again, and it all sounds good. But I have two problems. One, it looks worse than a PS4 game, and I was playing it on my PS5, so that's a problem when everyone has the dead eyes. And two... What's well, a return to four? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, two, and two, I made it 20 minutes into the game when my PS5 was still connected to the internet, but the Ubisoft servers lost connection, and so oh, no. I was in the middle of a mission, and I got booted back to the title screen. Huh. No chance cool. to save... No, like, hey, you lost connection. You might want to ne- just, it immediately quit the game for me and booted me back to the title screen. And so after that happened, I got up from my couch. I hit the eject button on my PS5. I put the game back in the Gamefly envelope. And I put that fucker back in the mailbox. Because if Ubisoft doesn't want me to play its game, that's a great way for me to know. So, uh, yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage gets a no score from me. Because... No, no. You know what? Because of stupid stuff like this, it gets the TMNT score. Mm. You know the one. The TMNT for the Wii score. It gets a point because I was able to eject it. Whew. Yeah. I, I feel bad because like, I wanted to play it. I wanted to try it out. But if you guys are going to make it, um, and Ubisoft seems to be going down that road where... Uh, if we I can... gotta be connected to your servers to play a single player game. A single player game. I mean, first off, screw you. Yeah. Yeah. We went through this with the Xbox One. Do you want to remember what happened to the Xbox One? It was dead on arrival, you assholes. So <laughs> uh, don't even it, we don't do current news on the podcast, but uh, Micro- <laughs> we'll talk about old shit all day yeah, long. Yeah. Microsoft just fired 1,900 people, uh, including yeah. their entire physical game department. Oh, crap. Yeah. So they're moving head forward to, into a digital. And if this is the future of digital, someone start collecting your old stuff. So speaking of old stuff. It was created by a madman. Ignored and rejected. Every week it grows. We cannot kill it, for it does not live. Step fast and be wary, or you may fall victim to... Darren's Pile of Shame. 
I just want to clarify that I'm not calling Kent old. Okay, Kent is vintage. But the game that I'm reviewing is old. Sorry, go ahead, Justin. I was going to say dig up. Well, I better because I am uh, several fathoms below the sea at this point. Uh, would you kindly listen real quick as I get into... No, not the first Bioshock. Bioshock 2. Ooh, the one where you could have your plasmids and a rifle. Yeah. Or and a pistol going at the same time. Just uh, sit back and call me Big Daddy. Here we go. I do that every day. <laughs> so you, you honestly don't remember buying this? I don't, because wow. I didn't buy it. It came free when Epic Games was getting their launcher going on PC, and they were giving away a free game huh. every week. Wow. 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 So I claim this. That, uh, by the way, this year's uh, pile, of shame th- uh, pile of Shame series is called Who? As in games that I don't remember getting. I was looking through my game library on my PC, and I saw Bioshock Remastered. Okay, Bioshock Infinite Infinite Remastered. Got it. Uh, Bioshock 2 Remastered. What? Yeah, it was a free game from the Epic Game Store, I think, three years ago. Okay, cool. It's just been sitting in my library. So it's time to play it and find out if Bioshock 2, which doesn't get mentioned as often as the other two. No, it does not. Uh, see if Bioshock 2 is as good as uh, the others. Uh, so for those of you yeah, who are not really familiar with the series, Bioshock 2 takes place uh, eight years after the first game. Yep. And if you're not familiar with the first game, think um, Anne Rand, but everything goes about as wrong as it can be under the water. It's really a best case scenario. Yeah, I guess. So uh, Bioshock 1 and 2 take place in the underwater sea, uh, city of... Uh, Rapture, where uh, this group of people decided they were going to, you know, F it, we're going to make our own city with, you know, hookers and blackjack and forget the blackjack. Uh, and it's supposed to be one of those like we're we're not going to have any religion. We're not going to have any government oversight. We're just going to do our own thing and we're going to love it. And that lasted for a few minutes and then it went into total chaos. And so this takes place eight years after the first Bioshock, where the chaos is still going on, and you play as a big daddy uh, who is uh, known as Delta. And uh, if you're familiar with the uh, the little sister characters, the little sisters are basically these creepy little girls who have been conditioned to, uh, well, they look like monsters, and they take this substance out of people called Adam that allows you to use superpowers. Yeah, it's it's creepy. There's a lot of dark stuff there. And uh, the big daddies are these giant hulking scuba deer wearing guys with giant drills on their arms or giant rivet guns or whatever. And so in the first game, you get like a few minutes in one of those suits. And someone was like, man, it'd be great to play the whole game as that. And someone at 2K, their ears started burning. And so that's what we get in this one. Uh, Delta wakes up after shooting himself in the head a few years prior. Got better, I guess. Uh, Wakes up and starts looking for one of the little sisters that he had been bonded to, um, named Eleanor. And through the course of the game, he learns that, oh, if anything happens to Eleanor, I'm going to die because we have a physiological bond. Uh, The gameplay is... Fine. I'm not going to spoil much of the story because I'm going to go ahead and uh, spoiler alert. This is a be like me game. 
Uh, so I don't want you to uh, spoil yourself, but the it's a first-person shooter with magic. Essentially, that's what the plasmids are. You get like you can shoot electricity, uh, shoot bees. You can shoot bees. Yes, incinerate is a fun one where you snap your fingers and whatever's in front of you bursts in the flames. Telekinesis. I mean, it's a fun time. It's a great power fantasy made even better by the fact that you're playing a big hulking monstrosity of a big daddy with a drill on your arm uh and unlike in bioshock one where you had to choose am i going to use a a gun or am i going to use magic you can do both you can dual wield mofo and so you know there's still the uh morality question of whenever you find one of these little kids do you save them and get a small amount of atom that you can use to buy upgrades and magic and all that i'm calling it magic it's plasmids but it's magic or you can harvest the little girls if you're a monster and get a whole lot more atom for more power fantasies. Same as the first game. And of course it, it affects the ending as well. And, uh, you know, it's without saying a whole lot more, it's a really fun time. You know, it's about as long as the first one. Now, Bioshock two, when it first launched, uh, on the original consoles, I think, PS3, 360, mm-hmm. had a multiplayer mode. Didn't play that because the remaster does not have the multiplayer mode. Wisely. Yeah, because the multiplayer mode was pretty maligned. Uh, but if you liked the first Bioshock, I would say you should uh, check out the second Bioshock. Uh, it kind of flew under the radar for whatever reason. Maybe it was release time. Bioshock Infinite got a whole lot more press. I think Bioshock Infinite probably had the slightly better story uh but just barely um well its philosophies were a lot easier to yeah that's fair it's not as dense well so we're recording in the united states yes and the individualism libertarianism of the first game Mm -hmm. is ubiquitous in america the idea of you can't tell me what to do right right which is then echoed in the third game with its ultra patriotism nationalism yeah. kind of stance. This game with its focus on collectivism yeah. and family, the idea that everything you do should be to benefit the whole, more like Karl Marx yeah. or John Stuart Mill. Americans did not like thinking that way. Yeah. <laughs> in it its it game, felt like a culturally. It felt like a natural extension from Andrew Ryan's shtick in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it didn't feel out of place, although it was a shift in like looking at the different philosophies. And of course, everyone in this underwater city is a monster, regardless. Um well, just lesser t- degrees of monster. Well and when you take it to its each individual extreme, yeah. the weaknesses of them become monstrous yeah so but yeah uh, i'm glad you played this <laughs> yeah this play is, it this has been the geek caves political history via video games <laughs> well in a way that i don't think we've alienated anybody no <laughs> just check out it bioshock series is another one that people might not be sure whether or not they should jump in absolutely jump in on the bioshock series and mm-hmm. like you can get all three remasters for like 20 bucks or less now yeah. As a bundle. So do it. Um, so, yeah, definitely check it out. I'm happy I played it because uh, I, for whatever reason, never got around to Bioshock 2. I played one. I played three. Just never played two. Now I'm happy I did. I do have one complaint, and that is it's more of a personal taste thing. The big daddies are all supposed to be super slow, and mine feels like he's on buttery roller skates. He's just zipping along. He's like the 
fastest monstrosity ever. Be- because yours was that prototype where yeah. they gave all the good stuff, mm-hmm. and then they take away the good stuff for yeah. the for the. He's more know. of an individual. Oh, and uh, the Bage Sisters, great new enemy. Oh yeah, great new enemy. Super fast, super deadly. So you take a big daddy, you make him skinny, sexy, and uh, somehow scarier. Fast, very fast, and then you've got the the Bage Sisters. But uh, play it. That's all I can say. Play Bioshock 2. Uh, be sure to listen to our other podcasts when you're not playing Bioshock 2, including Deep Cave Comics, which went up yesterday, Deep Cave Podcast Movies, which goes up tomorrow. There's also You Want Me to Watch What? and the We 3 Podcast, as well as the occasional TLDR. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast for live streams. Check out Deep Cave Plays and Retromantics on our YouTube channel. And if you know of any co-op games, couch co-op games, or local co-op games for Retromantics, please, for the love of God, let us know. I think we're scraping the absolute bottom of the barrel at this point, and I would love to do more of these videos. My wife has been asking. So if you know of any co-op games that we haven't done, Send them our way. And no, by the way, Overcooked, it, no. I want to actually have a marriage afterwards. Uh, so no Overcooked on that. And you can also find links to all of our social media channels, by the way, geekcavepodcast.com. While you're at our website, join our Discord. You can chat with us one-on-one, meet with other Geek Cave fans, share your ideas, send us questions we'll talk about on the show, and get early access to each new episode. So for Kent, our big daddy who keeps us safe from splicers and tweeters. Justin, our Augustus Sinclair, charming, smooth talker that he is. And Chad, our Bridget Tenenbaum, who's just trying to do the right thing, for God's sake. I'm Darren, who's stealing office supplies, a cheeky little bugger. And remember, everyone is a geek for something. Yeah.